Sporting Family. Hey, when I was young, I had an autograph book. You remember those? It was a book that you would use to collect people's autographs in the hope that one of them would be famous someday. I remember asking a friend of my father's for his autograph, and he obliged. Here's what he wrote. Do it now. Then he signed his name. Do it now. Great advice for a young man. Do it now. There's no time like the present. Strike while the iron is hot. Encouragement to act with urgency. Well, this morning I'd like us to think about acting quickly as we read a passage from the Gospel according to Mark, chapter 1, verses 14 through 20. Listen as Jesus invites some fishermen to be his disciples. Hear the word of the Lord. It was after John's arrest that Jesus came into Galilee, proclaiming the gospel of God, saying, The time has come at last. The kingdom of God has arrived. You must change your hearts and minds and believe the good news. As he walked along the shore of the Lake of Galilee, he saw two fishermen, Simon and his brother Andrew, casting their nets into the water. Come and follow me, and I will teach you to catch men, he cried. At once they dropped their nets and followed him. Then he went a little further along the shore and saw James, the son of Zebedee, aboard a boat with his brother John, overhauling their nets. At once he called them, and they left their father Zebedee in the boat with the hired men and went off after him. This is the word of God for you, the people of God. So we say, thanks be to God. Before we talk about Jesus, can we back up and talk about Jonah for a second? You remember the story about Jonah being swallowed by a big fish, don't you? But what we might have forgotten is why. Here's the story. God called Jonah to go to Nineveh, a corrupt city, and tell the people there that if they repent of their sins, God will not destroy them. Now, Jonah hated the Ninevites. They were the enemies of God's people. Jonah thought that the Ninevites should have been destroyed. So here's the point I want to make. Jonah ran away. He took a ship as far away as he could possibly go in the opposite direction. That's when they encountered a great storm. In desperation, the sailors tossed Jonah into the sea, and Jonah got swallowed by a great fish. Jonah prayed to the Lord for three days, and at the end of that time, God told the fish to deposit Jonah onto dry land. This time, Jonah followed God's instructions. Now, in contrast, we have the gospel story we just read from Mark, the story of Jesus calling Simon and Andrew and James and John. According to Mark, instead of running away like Jonah, these men left their fishing nets and their boats at once immediately to follow Jesus. There's a sense of urgency in the gospel accounts of Jesus, especially in Mark's gospel account. Mark's tempo or pace is, is so much more rapid and less literary than the other gospels. He's in a hurry to tell his story, and the oral tradition of Mark's gospel comes through rather clearly. There was also that same sense of urgency, a, a feeling that there was no time to waste in the early church, those folks really believed that the end of the world was near. So it would have been unthinkable to Mark that the disciples would have done anything else but respond to Jesus at 
once. Being human, it's possible that the apostles didn't really drop everything that moment to follow Jesus. They probably had to make some arrangements, right? They probably had to check in at home. They probably had to do all the usual things that people do before they go on a trip. But Mark is telling a story, and he's trying to make a point. This wasn't just any journey. This was an important decision. So here's my question for you today. How often do you drop everything and follow when God calls? We tend to be more like Jonah than James and Andrew in our response to God, don't we? We are slow and reluctant. We drag our feet. We are recalcitrant. And maybe we're a little annoyed when God doesn't do what we think God should do, right? When God calls to do something, it seems like we have lots of excuses about why we can't do it that way. Or why we can't do it now. Often God's plans for us, God's interventions in our lives, have very little to do with our own plans. And they are usually inconvenient. It's not what we had planned. It's not the way we thought things should work out. Or what we thought we would do with our lives. Sometimes, like Jonah, we just simply don't want to do whatever God asks us to do. Right? Or am I the only one? The other interesting thing about Jonah's story, aside from his reluctance to obey, is, is how annoyed he was that God was willing to give the people of Nineveh a second chance, or a third chance, or a fourth chance. Jonah wanted God to destroy them. He didn't think they deserved a second chance. He didn't think they deserved saving. How often do we feel the same way? How often do we think that people with whom we disagree or people who are different from us don't deserve God's mercy, don't deserve saving? Republicans or Democrats, liberals or conservatives, female or male, straight or gay, environmentalists or developers, black or white, young or old, Christian or non-Christian. The lists we make are endless in terms of differences, real or perceived, and where we draw the line in the sand. Usually, we feel it's only people like us who will be saved, or who deserve to be saved, right? We may find Jonah amusing as he tries to run away from God, but if we take his story to heart, if we plumb the depths of our own hearts, we just might find Jonah there within us. That part of us judges and condemns that part of us desires revenge rather than justice, vengeance instead of mercy. And Jonah spent three days inside the whale in the darkness. That gave him time to think, time to learn his lesson. And sometimes we need to spend time in darkness too. The vengeance that we desire, the hurt feelings and grudges and rages that we nurse and carry for years weigh us down and eat at us. We are the ones who suffer the most in these situations. It doesn't hurt the other person. The Ninevites were not hurt by Jonah's reluctance, were they? No, only Jonah was hurt. We're, we're the ones who are damaged spiritually, relationally, emotionally, and even physically, right? We are the ones who sit in the darkness. We are the ones who are imprisoned. Like Jonah, we sit outside the city, angry and hurting, separating ourselves from God and others. But I've got good news for you today. 
there is a way out. We can choose to let go of our hurts and we can move on, just like the story of Jonah. God is ready to offer us love and mercy, too. It's that love and mercy that heals us. It's God's love and mercy that allows us to move out of the darkness. Now, it doesn't change the fact that we were hurt, and it doesn't mean that we weren't right to be angry, but God's love and mercy moves us beyond that into a different place so that we can move on. And maybe that's what those men saw in Jesus that day on the lake, a way to move beyond the things that kept them stuck and in the dark. Maybe they sensed his acceptance. Maybe they felt his love and his mercy toward them. In a society where they lived under Roman rule, where they were the downtrodden ones, perhaps they sensed the freedom he offered them to live in a different way, to be more fully alive. Is it possible that our judgment and condemnation of others is really a commentary on how deserving we think we are. If we do not believe that we deserve God's love and mercy, then it's easier to deny others God's love and mercy, isn't it? If we feel stuck in the dark, downtrodden, not free, not whole, not really alive, then we are in desperate need of what God offers us through Jesus Christ. Opening ourselves to that possibility is the only way that we will be healed. And how much healing could we bring to ourselves and to our broken world if we could accept God's love and mercy for ourselves and for everyone else as we have seen it lived out by Jesus? How loving and generous could we be with others if we could learn to be loving and generous to ourselves? In a world torn by division and strife, these could be the most important questions that we ask ourselves at the beginning of this new year, right? Let's pray. God of all mercy, Jesus, your son, proclaimed good news to the poor, release to the captives, and freedom to the oppressed. Anoint us with your Holy Spirit and set all your people free to praise you and to serve you. Just as Jesus called his disciples, you call us as well. Forgive us when we drag our feet. Help us to follow at once. Help us to do it now. We also ask you to help us to love the things that you love and to be made angry by the things that make you angry. And now using the words debts and debtors, let us pray with boldness the prayer that Jesus taught his disciples to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. As always, thank you. I really do appreciate you joining me today. And I hope these words were helpful to you. And if they were, will you like, review, and share this episode? If you leave a good review, it will help other people to find and to benefit from these devotional thoughts. By the way... If you have a need or prayer request, please leave a message in the comments section, and then be assured that I will be praying for you and for your need. Now, this week, your job is to love at least three people and make sure at least one of them doesn't deserve it. Why? Because everyone needs love, and everyone needs to know that God loves them, 
no matter what, right? Remember, with Jesus, we always, always, always have hope. Now receive these words of benediction today. May the Lord bless you and protect you. The Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his face to you and grant you his peace. Amen? Amen.